Blaze Radio Network. And now, the news and why it matters. Today, Biden gives an interview to trans TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney. Nancy Pelosi says we need to change the subject from inflation and climate activists vandalize more artwork. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and today's episode is brought to you by Healthy Cell, which I just took earlier today because it is tis the season of flu and just general illness, which is why you need Healthy Cell. They've got a great multivitamin along with a bunch of other products. They taste great. My family loves them. You can go to healthycell.com slash news. Use code news for 20% off of your first order over at healthycell.com slash news. Um, so I want to... <laughs> I want to get to uh, look. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, Biden clips that we have here, mm-hmm. gentlemen, because it seems like every time Joe Biden opens his mouth, it is worth playing just for just like the sheer fact that you're like, how is, is he alive? How is he alive? Uh, how is he the president? I, I have some questions, mm-hmm. but I want to start with uh, yesterday at a forum for now this news. Trans TikTok star who we talked about earlier, uh, this was last week, he was like, I'm visiting the White House, it's so cool. And I was wondering to myself, um, okay, so average Americans are dealing with inflation and just trying to put gas in their tanks, trying to make sure that they have food at their table for their families. Um, And the White House is focused on making video, making content with trans TikTok stars. So remember that when you go to the polls. Uh, But Dylan Mulvaney asked Joe Biden if states should be able to ban gender affirming medical care, which, of course, we all know is uh, the mutilation of children. And Biden, of course, said no. Watch. Do you think states should have a right to ban gender affirming health care? I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that as a moral question and as a legal question. I just think it's wrong. So I was actually... um, I was watching these clips before the show preparing, and Joe Biden rubbed off on me so much that I forgot to introduce you guys. I'm joined by <laughs> Jakub Buyans, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line, as well as Stu Bergier, host of Stu Does America. You should be subscribed to both of their programs. Um, this is, this is pr- I mean, this is a pretty big statement right there. No, states should not be allowed to set their own rules on whether or not doctors can mutilate children who... By the way, I, I don't know if you guys have seen all of these, this influx of all of these detransitioner clips that are going on, but I mean, these are, are people, some of them are still minors, yes. got this done to them while they were 15, 16 years old, they're 17, 18, and they're like in tears, I don't know how I can live the rest of my life like this because the medical community did this to me, I wasn't ready for it, they didn't talk me through it, they were not realistic in what actually happens, and now my life has been forever changed and I cannot go back. And Joe Biden says states should not be allowed to ban that. Look, I've said it before. You must change language to change culture. So the, the question is not, Mr. President, should we perform double mastectomies on 12-year-olds? Mm-hmm. It's should a state have the right to withhold health care? Mm-hmm. Such a broad, mm-hmm. no, no state. <laughs> no state should withhold health care. This is not health care. It's not like the 12-year-old girl all of a sudden has breast cancer and she's now, now going through a double mastectomy, which is a last resort for breast cancer. No, this is an aesthetic issue to try and appease a mental condition. 
a psychological condition that's now healthcare. It's not healthcare, number one, okay? It's not healthcare. They're lying to Americans. It got nothing to do with healthcare. And then secondly, how cavalier the president is to, would you ever have imagined that this kind of an individual would get a, an, an interview with the president of the United States, any president of the United States, on an issue like this? When our country is falling apart by the seams, this is the issue that we need to take the president's time with. This is almost as bad as Obama not being in the White House shooting hoops yeah. you know, when we're having, you know, real problems in our country. So it's not health care. It's got nothing to do with health care. You know, you raise a, a great point because that does seem to be what they do on a lot of issues like reproductive health care. Right. They want you to think that reproductive health care is the killing of your own child, which is not actually the point of reproduction. So no. Huh, really? <laughs> yeah. Now you've confirmed this? I have several Are you a times biologist actually. Or something? No, What's going I, it's, on here? I just did it. Hmm, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, huh. That's interesting. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm fascinated by this and watching it. I mean, because you, know, you go back to Roe versus Wade for a second. Yeah. Roe versus Wade was the fundamental right for, you know, uh, that, that they created out of, uh, you know, thin air. Uh, for constitutional women, right. Constitutional right created completely out of thin <laughs> yeah. air uh, to, for women to have an abortion. But even with that, in the most extreme circumstances, there was always restrictions built mm-hmm. into that. I mean, yeah. they, 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 second and third trimesters, there was a lot. There were allowed to be restrictions uh, on it. And then it changed in Casey to post viability, but still, there was always a way to restrict this. He wants a standard far more extreme than yeah. anything ever presented in the in the abortion debate to apply to minors getting uh, these dangerous surgeries and all sorts of hormones and all of these other treatments, quote unquote. Uh, you're right. It's not health care. It's obviously not health care. But people like health care. Health care is a word, you know, a term that tr- that tests very well with audiences. Everyone wants health care. So they make it out to seem that way. If they actually believed what is going on was acceptable and positive and necessary, they would just say it. They wouldn't need to change Correct. the call language. It healthcare. They wouldn't yeah. need to call it health care. Mm-hmm. Right. They wouldn't need to have it presented like this. They wouldn't need to silence everyone who opposed it. They just win the argument on its facts. Mm-hmm. They can't do that, so they're trying this alternate approach, which for you know idiots like our president works. Yeah. Go Can ahead. I say one yeah, thing, Sarah? Where's the medical oath? Now, right. as a doctor, you are to disclose all potential complications to your patient, both in medicine, but definitely in surgery. Mm. You want to tell me they take the 12-year-old and sit her down and say, here's what's going to happen. Here's the 400 cases of where kids wanted to reverse this by the time they were 18, and we're going to lay it all out for you. No, they coerced this child through some social movement. The medical oath is being violated by every single doctor Mm -hmm. that's performing these surgeries, 100%. You can't take Cialis without watching a commercial where they tell you, you may die, you may get cancer, your tongue may fall out of your mouth, you may get herpes and, you know, whatever, right? they got to disclose it all. But to a child, they can perform a double mastectomy, right? And not disclose the potential complications. There's a medical oath here. These doctors should get sued, every single one of them. I think that's how this ends. Too. Yeah, I agree. Well, you agree with that? in the UK, it is already happening. Mm-hmm. There's a lawsuit that's been filed against their the biggest gender surgery mm-hmm. clinic in the in the UK, to my knowledge, and a bunch of parents yeah. and mm-hmm. and patients and all of them have already filed a lawsuit. So I really do think that that is that is the end result. And it has to be. And look, yeah. some people who get this done, obviously, we've 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 see examples of people who don't feel uh, the regret that so many of them do. But statistically, they're much more likely to feel the regret than not. 
And what we wind up finding out, as I think eventually, you have a big class, class action soon. Mm-hmm. You have people who went through this without getting the information you're talking mm-hmm. about, Yago, and say, look, this is crazy. Uh, I'm suing. They will eventually, hopefully, win that case. Yeah. And then it will scare enough people away from the way they're doing business now. Uh, that's, I think, the only way this is going to stop. I don't think it's going to stop by, uh, by our government passing laws. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I just think that like, eventually people are going to be able to, they're going to have to stand up and say, people who went through it. Unfortunately, we're going to have to have that damage to make it stop for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. People are going to have to show harm. And there's so many that have already talked about it. It's just a matter of, I think, formalizing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to play another clip from this interview. Uh, can you just go, control room, can you just go to that? I just want to look at that image that's on here. <laughs> it, like, how embarrassing is it? that this is the United States of America and yeah. we're actually, I mean, this, this, is, this is who the, the president is giving interviews to. A man dressed up as a woman. I, I, it's just so perplexing. How did we get here? Um, and how do we claw ourselves out of it? So Dylan Mulvaney was asking Joe Biden what politicians can do to advocate for trans people, which I feel like is weird because I feel like if you're the trans person, you're supposed to be the one who's telling the politician how to advocate for them, (laughs) not asking the politician how to best do it. Uh, But Joe Biden's like, oh, we just more of us need to be around more transgender people just like you. Watch. It feels like Republicans have turned trans and non-binary people into this thing to blame society's downfall on in some ways. And this narrative is not only dangerous to our mental health, but also our physical safety. And particularly trans women of color are being murdered at an alarming rate. More than any other group of people. Thank you. How can Democratic leaders be more effective in advocating for us trans people and our families and our lives and our opportunities? I'm not being facetious when I say this, being seen with people like you. I mean it. I genuinely mean it. Not a joke. People fear what they don't know. They fear what they don't know. And when people realize, individuals realize, oh, this is what they're telling me to be frightened of? This is the problem? This is, I mean, people change their minds. People are just don't know enough to know. And it's not <laughs> right, because of they don't intellectual incapability, it's just lack of exposure. Okay. And, uh, and I think that uh, it's really important <laughs> that we continue to speak out about the the basic fundamental rights of all human beings. And the idea, the idea that what's going on, you know, still going in some states, I won't get into the politics of it, but in some states, it's just, it's outrageous. And I think it's immoral. The trans part's not immoral. Mm What they're trying to do to trans persons. House is still going on. I don't understand how this clip is still going on. <laughs> we could have just like bailed, and the rest of the program is just Joe Biden mumbling, mumbling on and on and on about this. I thought that was three episodes worth of him talking. I, I, so, is this still the same show? So, okay, so he's oh. saying we just need to be more exposed to people like Dylan, and then we'll be like, oh, this is totally cool. So I want to, if I may, I'd like to expose you a little bit more mm. to. People like Dylan, okay, Stu's already hates this. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you doing? Listen, so I want to give some perspective. Uh, earlier this year, he said, this, this guy said, we need to normalize women having bulges. Yeah, mm. watch this one, not with children in the room. I was walking around and everyone was staring and I was like, oh, okay, what's going on? And they were all staring directly at my crotch. 
And I went, oh, I forgot that my crotch doesn't look like other women's crotches sometimes because mine doesn't look like a little Barbie pocket. And I thought, a okay, Barbie so when you talk about <laughs> number one, what? you can what stop wearing clothes that fit like this and, and just find looser fitting <laughs> items. Number two, I can do a tuck, which is going to have to be a whole other video, but it's very painful and involved. Yeah, that's why your voice is so high. Or number three, I just normalize it. And I wear clothes like this, and we all just normalize women having bulges sometimes. Because we're coming up on <laughs> bikini season, baby, and you might see a bulge or two. No, no, please, God, no. I don't want to see a bulge or Dude, two. Dude, you got a set of tools. You got a man up. You know, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Go cut it off, dude. Mm. Commit to the bit. Come yeah. on. Where's your commitment? Where's your where, where's where's the commitment? You're not. You're a flake. You're looking for attention. This is a broken human being that needs serious help. Serious help. Okay. It's it's as sad watching this person who has completely lost identity as it is to watch the president that doesn't know he's on planet Earth. Right. Go cut it off. I. <laughs> Very nicely put, Yaka. Uh, I think that's true. There is something about that, though, where, like, yeah, all right, you went through that much. I, all right, you know, like, okay. I, you know, if you're going through that much trouble, I, I, you kind of feel like, okay, you, you've really committed to this, and we'll give you that. Uh, obviously not an option for uh, minors, as I know you would agree, uh, Yaka. Um, and Sarah as well. Uh, not not something. We, but if you're an adult, She's not a minor. Yeah, I know. But if you're an adult, yeah. you want to go yeah. do that on your own. Like, mm -hmm. all right, that's uh, your thing. I don't know. I would not advise it. I doubt it's pleasant. But go ahead, give it a whirl. Um, I don't know much about this person other than what I've seen over the past like week or. It seems like this person has become suddenly famous over the past two weeks. Is this? <laughs> Yeah, well, it's TikTok famous. TikTok famous for so, a while, right? But yes. Okay, but like, isn't one of the shticks? This is day eighty-five as a girl or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, isn't yeah. that the thing? Yes. So, like, it, it's this seemingly brand new to even Dylan Mulvaney, right? Yeah. And like the the amount of like judgment on others on how oh, they're treating yeah. this when it's brand new to even him. Like, it's yeah. not even like, uh, it's so bizarre. And I also will point out, I, I find this portrayal of a woman to be a little insulting to women. Massively like, insulting. Barbie pocket? Right, like, Barbie pocket, dude. It's, it's almost like more I like mean, a, his impression of like a 14-year-old girl. Yeah. Uh, like, it's almost valley girlish if you want to mm -hmm. go back a few decades. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's not like it's almost, it's a bad impression of what he thinks I guess a woman is like which should be incredibly insulting yes, to women. Yes. I think it is probably to many. Well, well, that's why Ulta had the backlash that they had whenever they put him on right. their podcast talking about I want to be a mom someday. Like yeah. no, well, you can't mouth, be a mom. Yeah. Uh, you don't ever. have the parts required. Yeah, ever, ever. You cannot be a mom and quite frankly, I don't even think you should be around children. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I fight human trafficking for a living. That's the last individual. You uh. want 4,000 miles from a minor. What was his his question to the president? Uh, why would they block the health care to do what? To cut off the body parts of who? Minors. Yet he keeps his tools. Yeah. Yeah. We got to advocate point. for cutting the body parts off of minors. But him, the adult, now he's going to bulge around. <laughs> yeah. 
That's and he, right. And commit he, to the you bit, normalize Dylan. It. Commit yeah. to the bit. I, I think that's the, that's the main thing. Commit to the bit. I, you know, because it just does feel like at this point, I mean, this he, he was an actor, right? Like he was, a, I think I he was. Know. He's acting now. I think he was an actor. I, that's what I mean. I think this mm. is just yeah. another. It seems like it's just another role that he's found to, to be very, very famous. Apparently, I, you know, lots of views on TikTok, and I guess that's, I guess that's worth something. I love the fact that we have, working together, the uh, extremist trans community and the Chinese Communist Party coming together <laughs> for an interview inside the White House. What a wonderful we country have we have been invited. Yes, officially, it's happened. Officially, uh, I want to add one more story here before we have to go to break. Uh, the Cherokee County Board of Education in North Carolina voted to forfeit all games against Highlands High School over safety concerns after a trans player on the Highlands team injured uh, another player's head and neck with a spike to the face. Oh my God! Yeah, the ball was allegedly traveling at 70 miles per hour when it struck the girl's face and ricocheted off her face back through the net. She was unable to get up and walk on her own for about one minute after being struck and is now experiencing concussion-like symptoms and ongoing vision problems. She has not yet been cleared to play. But don't worry, we're all the same. There's no differences between men and women. All right, we've uh, we've got more to come. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Fast Growing Trees. So uh, now is the time, if you like to spend a lot of time making your house feel like home, indoors and outdoors because a lot of times you forget you got an outdoor that you want to make sure looks prime so that you can go out and enjoy nature you can go to fastgrowingtrees.com they make it really really easy to order online your plants are shipped to your door in one to two days and they have in-house experts ready to help you make the right selection with growing and care advice available 24 7 um I suck at planting. I'm just going to be really clear on that. Like, I am horrible. I don't know what to choose. I don't know what is supposed to be planted in what climate. Their website makes it really, really easy. Uh, I went on there. You can choose what geographical area you live in, and they will recommend things that will thrive in your environment. Uh, They have a 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, so you can trust everything will be healthy for years to come. You can go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash news. You'll get 15% off your entire order now through October 31st. That is 15% off over at Fast. FastGrowingTrees.com slash news. So uh, during that same Now This forum, Joe Biden claimed that his student loan forgiveness uh, package passed by a vote or two, is what he said, which is very peculiar because they don't recall Congress actually ever voting on it at all. Watch. Secondly, if you don't have one of those loans, you just get 10,000 written off. It's passed. I got it passed by a vote or two. <laughs> who was, who was who, voting? Who voted? Him and Jill. Who is he talking about? A vote or two. Him and Jill and, and Hunter. <laughs> they voted on it. Look, uh, this, uh, this, I think some of his defenders would say, oh, it's just a slip of the tongue. It's really not, though. He, earlier in the same clips calls it a law. Too. Yes. So, That's what I'm mean, saying. He, he like really he very does, yeah. clearly yeah. is call is saying that this was passed, even though this was an executive order that he it just it's just a signature. But Sarah, is that what they're telling him though? Are they telling him, Joe? Uh, that's, it passed. I don't I think know. So. I think you know. It's funny. I had I the same think thought. What they're telling him? Because there's there's three ways, three things that could have happened here. Number one, he's just blatantly lying to win votes before an election. Yeah. Number two, uh, you know, he is in a situation where uh, he uh, forgot. He's just yeah. Cognitively, you know, dead. I signed and, the law that passed. Just the bill that like passed. doesn't know. He's making it up. He has no idea. But I think three is the scariest one, and the one you just mentioned, yeah. which is, what if his aides told him he the law actually passed? 
Yes. What if they said, hey, we got all the votes there, Joe. We got a good job. Sign the bill. Meanwhile, Sign it's the an bill. executive order. Yeah. Wow. I, like, is it possible? Yes. It is yes, it's seriously possible. Po- now, look, the absolute best case scenario here is he's just blatantly lying to win votes. Yeah. He's a terrible human being, an awful politician, and, and being what we expect out of him as a politician is particularly a Democrat in Washington, D.C. The other two are really scary. Like, Very. our country is on the edge of the abyss. If yeah. we have a situation where, like, you know, uh, Susan Rice is just coming up, hey, Joe, we got that whole bill passed on the college debt thing. What a wonder. Those Republicans will probably try to stop it in the courts, but just sign it. Don't worry. It's great. I think that's legitimately I think that's possible what's happening here. Yeah. So, <laughs> as we're trying to navigate this and figure out which option it is, I'd like to play for context, okay? Um, a couple more interviews uh, here. So during an MSNBC interview over the weekend, Joe Biden made this really weird comment about uh, how he's like, yeah, I mean, I could drop dead tomorrow uh, when be answering the question uh, on his mental agility. And it just, look, <laughs> he goes for probably two minutes longer than he should because after he starts, you know the people on his comms team are like, no, 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 no. Okay. There he went. There he went. There he went. Watch. I I think it's a legitimate thing to be concerned about anyone's age, including mine. I think that's totally legitimate. But I think the best way to make the judgment is to, uh, to, you know, watch me. Oh. You know, am I slowing up? Am I don't have the same pace as her? You know, Uh uh, and that old joke, you know, uh, um, Uh everybody talks about the you know, the new 70s, 50s, and all that stuff. Huh? You know, I, you know, it could be, I, I'm a great respecter of fate. I okay. could get a disease tomorrow. I could, you what know, drop dead tomorrow. I think people should look and say, is he, does he still have the same passion for what he's doing? And if they think uh, no. I do and I can do it, then that's, going. if they don't, then they should vote against me. Not uh, against okay. me. Should okay. Encourage okay. me not to go. Encourage you not to go that's where? not how I feel. I can't even say the age of women. Um, what? He's about his nephew, buddy. He's about his nephew. <laughs> what happened at the end there? <laughs> Was he about to str- punch him? Look at that. No, what is he doing? No, he's coming in close for a sniff. He's just... That's he, assault. He's, emu- he's emulating his former president, who Look also plays for the other looks. team, Barack Look Obama. That's like a fake smile. <laughs> what are you doing, Mr. President? Please stop touching me. You know, there's something weird that's happened with him over the past couple months that I've noticed where, remember when he was running for president and he had all those women come out and say, mm-hmm. he's made me feel uncomfortable, he's mm-hmm. sniffed yeah. my hair, he's yeah. kissed my neck, touching all those him. weird things. Remember all that? Yes. Touching the kids. And Quite of well, course, yeah. because he's a Democrat, he was able to say, look, I'm just old. And I just right. you know, these, these fancy traditions of yours, I just don't understand <laughs> how we don't just, you know, molest each other. I thought that's what we did. That's how kids we did it back in the 1840s. Kids used to run up my hairy legs. Yeah, hairy legs, right? Yeah. And that's what I'm used to. So I've been doing it to everyone else. But now I understand, mm-hmm. you know, I got it. I got the message. My traditions don't line up with yours and I'm going to be much more careful. And like for a while, it seemed like he was actually sticking to that. And in the past couple of weeks, Mm-mm. maybe the last couple of months, it really seems to have changed. It's like like he's, every interaction. Yeah. He's got his hands all over people again. He's drawn them really close. He's over again, little girl's shoulders and, and peering in closely and sniffing them or whatever he's doing. It's really disconcerting. It makes, obviously, this reporter feel incredibly uncomfortable. You can see it in his eyes. Um, But it's still one thing that really bothers me is at one point when he says the thing that 
you, uh, he pointed out, like, what? He goes, ah, you know, the old line of the 70s, 50s, 70s, you know. And, and, and the reporter. I know. Nods. He lets him like, out of it. Yeah, as his old, you know, that old joke. That old joke. He doesn't know the old joke. No. He's just <laughs> nodding because he's so uncomfortable and also wants to help. Right? But right. that's yeah. got to stop. Yeah. We yeah. need to stop. We need to step back. And, and somebody needs to go, hold on, Joe. You just said, I, do I know the joke about the in 70s the moment. and 50s? I, I don't know moment. what you What is I don't it? Know, what yeah. is it? Yeah. In the moment. Call him out on this stuff. Make him actually produce the thoughts from his head through his mouth so others can consume them. Yeah. <laughs> because it, it, they won't do it, though. I mean, no. they really won't. You, you, you see this over and over again. They just will give him these outs yeah. all the time. He's constantly screwing up in front of other reporters, and they just let him go as if it's no big deal. That has to end. So, yeah. Yeah. okay, case in point here. Uh, also, on this MSNBC uh, interview, Joe Biden, at a different point, completely, completely zoned. I don't know if he's falling asleep. I don't know if he's short-circuiting. I don't know what's going on here, but mm. none of it is good. Watch. I have not made that formal decision, but it's my intention, my intention to run again. And we have time to make that decision. Uh, Dr. Biden is for it. Mr. President. Oh, Dr. Biden thinks that uh, my wife thinks that. uh, (laughs) That I. uh, Hello, that, that we're that we're doing something very important. Hello. Anyone home? Hello. I genuinely don't think he knew who Dr. Biden was. I don't. I think it's like Dr. Biden. Which one of my doctors? Oh, my wife. Which one of my doctors that give me juice every morning is he referring to? Did you hear the reporter actually address him? Mr. President. He's like, uh, come back. Like, Don't croak on my interview. Come back. It's not even. Why am I laughing? It's not funny. No, it's 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 not funny at all. This is the president of the United States. It's elderly abuse. It's (laughs) it's so bad. I would love to see the unedited footage of that because it's clear they they switched camera shots at the most. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's them making him look good. Good, Right Mm -hmm. now. I guess Glenn had a theory. Um, Glenn Beck, of course, from the Glenn Beck Radio Program today. That who? Uh, well, just in case you know, he's not here today, <laughs> as he doesn't seem to show up to this show as much as he's supposed to. Um, but it's interesting that like he uh, he mentioned something about this where I think they did edit this to make him look better. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's it's not exactly clear. They switch camera shots right as he's saying yeah. Mr. President, yeah. and like I don't know, listening to it. It doesn't seem like he paused long enough to be like, Mr. President, are you okay? Like, right. It seemed right. like that must have been was a, longer, a much yep. longer pause that yep. they shortened. However, as Glenn pointed out, they could have edited out the entire exchange. And they left it in. And his theory, mm. which I think is interesting, is while they don't want to look like they're on the other team, they don't want to look like they're the bad guys, they don't want to hurt the election cha- uh, mm. chances at uh, the midterms, they feel they have enough of a soul as an American to make sure people understand that something's going wrong. Something's huh. going wrong. They, yeah. they want to leave it out there for people to read into this and say, something isn't right here, guys. Because that is not, I mean, that's the type of interaction you have, sadly, with your relative at a nursing home. And you, and you have to imagine these reporters, as they are actually doing the interviews, are so uncomfortable. Oh, my gosh. In the moment, you've you got to imagine. their calls afterwards to yeah, their exactly. loved ones. Exactly. It's like, oh, my, I, I saw it right yeah, in front yeah. of me. It was, it was horrifying. Steve, to your point, I have a belief. They have to leave some of it in because I have a belief they are going to sacrifice him, meaning mm-hmm. they are going to declare him medically unfit mm-hmm. midway through that latter part of 23 or early 24, when they're about to nominate March, their running person who I believe is going to be Gavin Newsom, 
or J.B. Pritzker now that I know Ooh. new stuff. Mm-hmm. But they, they're the ones that's going to say, guys, he's just not medically fit. So if they completely clean the act up, right, mm-hmm. and they edit it all out, right, and sanitize it, and he looks tip-top shape, they won't be able to do that. They have to break it slowly. Yeah. I think there's something yeah. to that. I mean, I do yeah. think that, you know, I think Biden really does want to run again. I think this is sure. the job he's wanted his whole life. Yeah. And it, it is at some level still his decision, though, if this election goes very poorly, it's particularly if this is a real wave type of yeah. election, which is only a couple of weeks away now, if it hits this party in the face as hard as it looks like it might hit them in the face, then I really do think he's in serious trouble as far as uh, running again in 2024, meaning that the party will pressure him, will start leaking things against him, will ruin his presidency yeah. to get him out. And I think that will start really soon after the election because they're going to want that to, to they want him out and have a nice break mm-hmm. before they have to really exactly. get into yeah. this mode. It's so. one Joy Behar moment, and they break him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's one Joy Behar, Whoopi Goldberg, I think he's lost yeah, it. Uh, that yeah, that type of stuff will start to happen. Right. 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 And, and, and the, he will have both the health excuse and the, my family, gosh, Hunter, mm-hmm. he was sober for like nine straight days, and now it's breaking down again. <laughs> i got to leave. Uh, he's invited me to some, you know, cocaine hooker party. It's not going well. I gotta go check it out. <laughs> I gotta go collect on all the checks that yeah. they saved for me. Right. Yeah, whatever they the say. Yeah. And then that will give him a a, a way to, to get out. Yeah. And yeah. then they can start to rehab his image afterward. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Can you imagine right, the Joe got... Biden presidential library? <laughs> it's just like a, you no. walk in. It's, it's a just a maze. A, you don't find anything. <laughs> you don't find anything. <laughs> you keep falling down trap doors. <laughs> <laughs> Bump into walls. Not a joke. Not a joke. Not a joke. Not a joke. Serious, uh, I'm right. serious. <laughs> we we got to take a break. We'll be back. Not a joke. Not a joke. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. As an average American, probably thinking about inflation all the time, right? It it hits every single part of your day, every time you go to buy something, every time you go fill up your gas tank. And uh, but I just just want you to know your leaders are taking care of you, because if Joe Biden not making any sort of sense was not enough. You also have Nancy Pelosi over the weekend who uh, spoke to CBS News and said that, you know, we just have to change the subject on inflation. Watch. When I hear people talk about inflation, as I heard him there, we have to change that subject. Inflation is a global phenomenon. The EU, the European Union, the UK, the British have higher inflation rate than we do here. It's not the fight is not about inflation. It's about the cost of living. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'm I'm going to flip this table. (laughs) Inflation is a global phenomenon. You're it's not about inflation. It's about the, the cost, cost of, of living. living. You're not even hosting the show today. You're just cracking up the whole time. <laughs> You're watching these shows and just laughing. <laughs> it's incredible. It really Everything's is. Everything's burning down behind me, and I'm just going to laugh. It is the This Is Fine cartoon. Yes. Right? We are all the dogs sitting at the table, and there's fire around us. This is fine, right? This is we fine. should totally think. It's uh, like peaceful protest with the building on fire behind uh, yeah, us. Yeah. Same yeah. mentality. I, the cost of living and inflation are very tight. Kind of close. They kind of related. Really? They may be cousins. They kind of related. They are. They are the. I mean, she. They are the same thing. And uh, you know, she would know. I'm sure her Jenny's ice cream is now twelve dollars a pint. No, she gets that free too. She's never bought it. That's the problem. It shows up free. Change the subject. (laughs) Uh, Look. Yes, it's true. There is inflation in other parts of the world. 
what has occurred and why theirs is slightly worse than ours is, number one, they're very dependent on us. But number two, they've been doing your Nancy Pelosi crappy policies for longer. They have been printing money for even longer than we have. They have been financially irresponsible for even longer. The reason why we are the same as them this time is because we're doing the same things mm -hmm. that they do. Right. We are printing like they do. The reason why we are a global superpower and we're, we're outperforming the rest of the world for every minute of every day of my entire life is because we weren't doing what they were doing. Mm -hmm. Now we are. And now we're feeling the same pain that they are feeling. This isn't an endorsement of you here, Nancy. This is us all falling down on the job and deciding to adopt terrible European policies and then feeling the pain that is associated with them. It's not a good argument for your re-election as a House leader, I'll say that. Yeah. Because as radical as this may sound, Barack Obama was not a, enough of a globalist when he was in the White House. Now we have embraced the global citizen. Now we're going to mm. see those European policies, the same policies that saw London overrun, right? That saw you know, all the radical things happen, that, that's welcome in. As open as the border is, so open now is the House under this individual. Well, there was a, another point during, um, uh, this was another interview, so another point during the day yesterday morning where I just want to point out Nancy Pelosi interviewed. This just shows you the difference in good lighting because before she looked somewhat normal. In this interview, she looks, yeah, there, there's her during Face the Nation on CBS, okay? This one, she just looks like Skeletor. Uh, same day, okay? Same makeup, same weird bald spot on the top of her head. And uh, she was asked by MSNBC, why surveyed Americans say they trust Republicans more than Democrats? And Nancy said, she, I don't subscribe to that statement. Watch. Why don't? the American people, according to the surveys, trust Democrats, but instead trust Republicans. Well, let me just say one of the, you talked about uh, uh, what you perceive to be a change in momentum. Let me just tell you what I have seen over this past month. I don't subscribe to what you said, that they don't trust us. Uh, the fact is, is that in the last few weeks, the Republicans recognizing now that they have a problem in this election, and you all have been telling them they're going to win for like a year and a half, but they're seeing uh, mm. what's happening on the ground. So they have placed unlimited money, unlimited money into these races with unlimited fact, uh, with what? misrepresenting <laughs> what the reality is. Oh. And it takes its toll. There's just no question. That is, that's what it is. That's mm. not very good analysis, Sarah. What? Um, what part of that? First did you of all, not the Democrats find? are spending more money than the Republicans are, and that's a, forever. In all of these big races, yeah. money forever. is flowing. I mean, we have Mitch McConnell pulling money out of of the Senate race in in Arizona, yes. where Hobbs Hobbs on the gubernatorial side, Kelly on the, on the uh, Senate side, are getting tons and tons of money from Democrats, outspending them in almost all of these close races, uh, and I. I I might live in a different world, but my impression of this world that we're in here is the one where the, the media has been very kind to Democrats and has not been telling them for a year and a half that they were going to win. In fact, I've been hearing nonstop Democratic momentum talk for the past six months. Mm -hmm. uh, ever since Dobbs, that's all we've yep. heard. Right. And I will end it with this because I have a text here I'd like to read verbatim. Oh, okay. This is from a source in Washington, D.C. I read that okay. literally out of nowhere. I got this text the other day. Someone in Washington, D.C. Just saw Pelosi in person for the first time. She looks like she's melting. It's <laughs> <laughs> legitimately a text I got out Sarah, of nowhere. Can you close this segment with a little Nancy for us? Can you give us a little Nancy? I can't. 
work. Oh. I, I couldn't do that. <laughs> I don't subscribe to what they're saying. I don't subscribe to that at all. They're, they have unlimited facts. <laughs> it's just a fact. You're way too good at that. All oh, right. so good. And oh. you know what? We'll be back. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. They're not going to come back if you keep talking like that. <laughs> Today, the uh, Just Stop Oil activists smashed pies in the face of King Charles' waxwork at the London Wax Museum. Here is some of that. Oh no. Oh no. She really got him. Oh, he got him. Too. In the words of the king, it. So, one might, if they didn't know any better, call this group uninformed because, um, I I feel like King Charles has previously supported putting masks on cows Charles to reduce. Is a globalist. Yeah. The yeah, guy's like, part uh, of the he's, freaking Illuminati. The he's guys. on your team. I'm not quite sure why you're targeting um, him. Yeah, he's been king for like a week. Can you give the guy some time? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he'll get insane enough for you in a couple of weeks. Give the guy a month or two. Um, I want to also play uh, yesterday a pair of German activists threw mashed potatoes on Monet's piece uh, Haystacks at the Barberini Museum in Potsdam. The painting last sold for 110 million dollars. Here's some of that. So mashed potatoes, not sure why. Also not sure why they continue doing this because it's all like there's protective glass. Oh, there goes the, oh boy, there goes the glue. People are starving, people are freezing, and people are dying, she says. We're in a climate catastrophe, which is why we took the mashed potatoes and we threw them. She didn't say that. I'm, I didn't translate that correctly. So the hands are glued now. For those of you who were not, who couldn't watch, hands are glued on the wall. Um, Stu actually had some very insightful analysis on this gluing of the <laughs> this, hands. To this the is wall. what I take from the story because I, I watched this and I was, I don't want to be critical of these incredible activists. Really? Yeah. No, because I'm sure they're very smart. I've thought all these things out. They keep saying people are freezing. I thought it was global warming. What, what happened? <laughs> Why are people freezing? I thought it was. I thought we were all going to be too hot. But my main criticism of this entire <laughs> protest is, and, I, and it, if, you're, if you're listening on podcast, you have to understand how they did this. If you're going to glue your hand to a wall, you have to really think that out ahead of time, right? So, like, we saw these people glue their, hip, their hand to the floor of the Porsche factory mm -hmm. yeah. uh, last week. Okay, you get your hands glued to the floor. When it's time to sleep, right, you could stretch out, your hands flat to the floor, no problem at all. These people, if you picture backing up to a wall and then crouching, right, then put your hand so it's your, the tips of your fingers are pointed to the ground and they glued their hand that way to the wall. There's never, a, there's never a comfortable moment after that. <laughs> Does this say, actually can't go through stand. your mind, Stu? I'm fascinated by this. Like, if you're going to glue your hand to a wall, you have to start it in a really comfortable position. <laughs> you can't have it like this. Because if you're going to, you can't sit down, it'll be too high. It'll be up That's behind you like this. Yeah. If you're standing, it'll be too low. <laughs> if you want to sleep, it's impossible. You'll be sleeping and your hand will be all bent behind your back. This is terrible planning. These guys want to plan the entire global economy. They can't figure out how to properly glue their <laughs> hands to a wall. <laughs> it's a travesty.
Oh, are you I willing really to train? Are you willing to, to train them, Stu? You, sh- you know <laughs> what you should do with Alex Stein. You should do you do a training video. I should. I should do a, a, a training video. Right yeah. Tra- how to mm-hmm. glue your hand in the most comfortable position. And it's true. It's important. And I'll do the video how to rip a hand off the floor. <laughs> also, I want to do that video. Also, going back to the Porsche uh, story, mm-hmm. you don't ask for the bowls to defecate in. You bring them. Yes. You can't. You. You don't. You think that they're going to give you a bowl to pee and poop in when you just came and caused all this destruction? No, you got to think ahead and bring your own. Bring all BYOB. the tools. Bring your, yeah, you got to bring bring all the tools. <laughs> Is that what those signs mean? <laughs> Wait, I've been to a bunch of restaurants. That's what they want us to do. That's yeah, disgusting. Bring your own I had no idea. BYOB meant that. That's wow. bring your own bowl. I'm going to eat at home more often. I think. <laughs> No, you're not. (laughs) No, that's true. I'm not. Um, No, it really is fascinating, though. Like, this is how scared these people are, I Mm -hmm. think, because they've been indoctrinated into this idea that the world is going to end if we don't act now. And this is the result of that. This is only mildly more serious than my uh, my hand gluing point. But, uh, you know, Michael Schellenberger's talked about this uh, extensively. And I think his stuff is really good on this. You know, he wrote a book called Apocalypse Never. He's a former climate activist, a guy who, uh, you know, looked at all this stuff, was on the side of Mm -hmm. the uh, He was one of them. Yeah, he's one of them. And wound up writing this book. He had a, a a, a change over time. But what really inspired him to write that book, and it's a great book, it's one you should have in your library if you care about this stuff at all, is uh, his, his daughter's friends. His da- he noticed his daughter's friends who were legitimately terrified mm-hmm. about their futures mm-hmm. over this stuff. Yeah. You know, of course, he's looked at all, but he knows. Yeah. I mean, even, even if you think it's a serious crisis, there is no reason to react that way. You, you, Greta is insane. Greta Thunberg is insane. And, like, we've scared an entire generation of children into this apocalyptic uh, apocalyptic view that the world could end at any moment mm-hmm. and they're all going to die this terrible death. They're not going to be able to enjoy their lives because of these terrible things these evil people did generations ago when what that what they've done is create a civilization that is actually desirable to live in. Right. Fossil fuels are what is most responsible for bringing us into modern society. All the things these annoying young people like of the, yep. the young people huh? of today, all the things they like with their Ubers and their Ebays huh? are all based on things like, I don't know, fossil fuels. Yep. Yep. It's all built on that. And it's the only reason they, any, any of the things that they say that they like exist. Yeah. So uh, this apocalyptic view that the world is on the verge of falling over the abyss at any time is not only wrong, it's also dangerous. It's, it's, it's ruining people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. Have, you seen, have you seen the, the social media posts going around where you see Earth as a little blip in the cosmos? Mm. And then the caption is, yeah, right. You're causing global warming for all of us. <laughs> right, 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 yeah, right. 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 Okay. Uh, all right, we've got to uh, take a quick break. We'll be right back. I did this thing. You did? New York City. 
city, always focusing on the important issues at hand, has renamed monkeypox due to its offensive connotations. The new health website of New York City reads, moving forward, the health department will refer to monkeypox as MPV. The previous name is inaccurate and stigmatizing label for a virus that is primarily affecting a community that has already suffered a long history of bigotry. Stigma is a shadow affliction that can follow viruses and drive people away from care, even when the illness itself is treatable. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> Make sure you don't say MPV when you're talking about mm -hmm. monkeypox because it might be it might be stigmatizing for these people who are participating in like giant wild gay orgies mm -hmm. and you know sharing yeah. sex toys and all of these things well, to be stigmatized. That might be true if it was called gay orgy pox, right? It's right. called monkeypox. Monkey it's just stigmatizing monkeys. <laughs> like it's. <laughs> I really like See, it. all we do now on the right is we just say, okay, MPV spreads with gay sex, and then they're going to have to change MPV to, right. I don't know, CST or something else. That I is mean, a great point. Like, why? What, I, don't, I honestly don't. How is that? We know, you know, we've seen the statistics on the spread in the community that's been most affected by this. But, like, what does that have to do with any monkeypox? Monkeypox is. You've got to go back, Stu, to the AIDS epidemic and the outbreak in Africa with the monkeys and the apes. There's a connotation there. I, 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 they're separating it, from the apes. They're separating from the apes and the monkeys. I mean, this table is the type of table that would be blamed for increasing those connotations. I don't even know what they are. And not to mention, when you just sort, shorten something to three, everyone knows that KFC it's, serves chicken. It's still, we still know. We MPV still know what it is. Back. That's right. my point. <laughs> MPV. All right, gentlemen, this is a fun one. Thanks for being here. Nice. We'll see you all tomorrow. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.